This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. No guests, no calls, and no real content. Oh, yeah, fire it up. You know why? Because week seven in the NFL begins tonight. Game day, and we've got a local game as the New York Giants are in Philadelphia to play the Philadelphia Eagles. Eagles. His name is Al Dukes. He's closer to Philly right now than I am because I'm in New York City along with the Eddie Scazzeri. No, Ed Cranepool. Who you think we're talking? Al, good morning. Oh, good morning, Jerry. Yes, we actually have a Thursday night game. I don't know if I'm being fooled because this happens every once in a while when uh, there's like a primetime game uh, involving one of the local teams where I get fooled to get psyched up for it. Where I'm like, you know what? Yes, I want Eagles, Giants, Thursday night football. It feels like it has meaning, even though it does have the meaning. Giants have a terrible record. But so I do feel the Eagles. Like, so do the Eagles. So do the Cowboys. I, but I feel like if the Giants win, there will be some rejuvenation of football in the New York, New Jersey, Long because Island Because they'll area. have two wins like the Cowboys have, and they'll yes. be almost atop the division, and there will be hope. A word there we've talked about a lot about lately. So this is a game of hope this evening. I agree. This is the it, Hope Bowl. If they lose, going to be a rough Friday tomorrow because we will have lost all hope for all humankind. I think it depends on how they lose. Um, I don't. But, well, listen, the Cowboys are 2-4. and four. Yeah, but I'm sick of these, like, the Giants every week taking some moral victory from a loss. It's, a, it's over. It's over tonight, Jerry. This is it. Nothing, is, nothing is over, Al. <laughs> it is over It's not this over. Evening. It's not over. What's Win wrong with you? What if the Cowboys go lose in Washington? That'd it's not awesome. over. Yeah, but it will, it will feel much better with a Giants well, of win. Of course it will. Always feels better with a win. What if they lose tonight and then win their remaining games? Yeah. Then what are you going to say there, uh, fancy uh, pants? Well, I feel like tonight's game. I think I feel like a loss tonight for the Giants would put a put a pin in there in the Giants balloon. Yeah, because the balloon <laughs> is is right now just. You say awesome. over? No, Nothing is over. over until we decide it is. Yeah, right now, that balloon is, you know, it's a hot air balloon flying over Montana. I yeah. mean, that balloon isn't exactly blown up anyway. So, listen, go win some games. Let's go. Yes, tonight. And by the way, Joe Judge is, I'm feeling good about a Giants win tonight because Joe Judge is acting very relaxed. I have been to like this Very guy. relaxed. I, you know what? I know it's only, was it six games going into a seventh game? I feel like the Giants got the right guy. How about that? I don't disagree, Jerry. He he's feeling so relaxed. He's making jokes about his in-laws being in Philly and Philly fans. He even said, "Quote: My in-laws are already buying batteries." Making reference to Eagles fans, like Rada fan, like used himself, to do, <laughs> would throw D-cell batteries at opposing players. Think he ever did that? Sounds he like he building? did. <laughs> he might have. <laughs> it sounds like Joe. That'd be my question if I was one of these beat reporters. 
I'm like, Joe Judge, you ever throw uh, D-cell batteries at uh, Wilbert Montgomery back in the day? <laughs> oh, no, he was, uh, he was an Eagles. He maybe grew up an Eagles Did he grow up an Eagles fan, Jim? Yeah, I think he did. That's the whole what? point. Uh, oh, my question no. instead would be, oh, uh, no. Coach, Did you? I don't know if you saw it or not, but there were Eagle fans fighting in the stands on yes. Sunday as a young child of the age of 17. Did you ever do that, sir? Did you ever get into fist fights? Yeah, and then he'll say no, and then video will surface on VHS tape. Of Joe Judge like, fighting people at the vet. <laughs> and I felt like that brought some normalcy to this whole coronavirus thing when we saw Eagles fans back in the stands punching each other in the face. Uh, like it just I, felt like... Oh, I won't argue back. with that. We are back. Well, we're not back, but we're making and clawing our way back. We're Is making progress, yes. Uh, yes, we're making progress, yes. I like that. And I need a win tonight. I need the Giants to get a win. I need Eagles fans punching each other in the face when things are going poorly for them this evening. These are things I would like to see tonight in Philadelphia. Fraud. Fraud. I want to see Joe Judge running up those rocky stairs, punching Sylvester Stallone right in the face, toppling, you know, you know, the, one of the things that has emerged of in 2020 is this uh, toppling of statues. What if we, we want to take the Rocky, the Rocky statue down? If the Giants no, you're out of your win mind. tonight, no, the we Rocky might take the Rocky the, statue. Might down. be the only statue that remains in this country. Rocky remains. <laughs> you don't think there's people opposed to the Rocky statue, no. Jerry, and what it represents? He beat Drago America. in Russia. No, right? We Absolutely beat the Russians. Not. No, I was actually watching Rocky three the other night because my life sucks. <laughs> what channel was it on? Um, I or did don't... you put it on? Like I need no, some I didn't motivation. Put it on. No, I came across it before we went out, or we had friends over Friday night, before they stopped over. It was on TV, and it was him and Apollo Creed were running weirdly on the beach in California, getting ready to to, to take on Clubber Lang, and then he got into the scene with with Adrian, where he felt like a loser. Remember that? Not really. He felt like he was, uh, he had some doubts of himself, are you saying, Jerry? Self-doubt? Remember he said he's afraid. Oh. You don't remember that scene? I don't. Hmm. And then she gave him the big talk. Kind of like, kind of like, so she's had a couple of these. You had the big talk when she just gave birth and she's like, win. win and then, rock. and then Mick, what are we waiting for? Right. Ah. So you got that one. Then you had the big confidence boosting talk in Rocky three. And then in Rocky four, she yells at him, you can't win. And then he had to go when he goes to Russia by himself and he's not feeling so great about himself. And then who shows up in the snow in Russia? There's Adrian? Adrian, yes. And then they kill her off in the rest of the series. I don't understand. Yeah, that was strange. I guess she didn't want to do it anymore. I wonder if she passed away as an actress. She has not. Talia Shire has not. She's, she's alive? She's 72, I believe. I hope they don't bring her in as a pep talk uh the Eagles, because that might put them over the edge. They could beat the Giants tonight. If Adrian shows up. And she's talking to Carson Wentz. And she's 72, and she's like, win it, rock. <laughs> That would be awesome. We don't need that tonight, Jerry. We need Ric Flair <laughs> showing up in the giant oh, locker room. Oh, with Ric Flair. And Ric giving Flair's nice, like 90 going, woo. Woo. Nice woo. pep talk. That was we pathetic. Need... When he was sick, doing the woo. Yeah. I'm going to make it. He was in the hospital. <laughs> well, they thought he was going to die. That would have been terrible if we lost Ric Flair. Yes, it would have been. But he, we knew he was coming out of it because he said, woo. Don't we have any younger stars in wrestling Ooh. that can pick up the woo or have their yeah, own thing? Yeah, but they don't, you know, older folk like myself that don't watch wrestling anymore, we like the old school guys. We need Hulk Hogan showing up. 
Hulk I was going to name some other guys, but I don't know if they're alive anymore. Doesn't he have his issues off camera? Hulk Hogan? Yeah, but <laughs> yes. he's uh, taking his vitamins, J- Jerry, saying his prayers. He's back. I mean, he could be just as back. <laughs> H- <laughs> Listen, kids. Say your prayers. Take your HGH. You'll be forever young. Well, I don't know forever young, but you'll look a lot better as you get older. That's for sure. I want to tell you something my mother did for me yesterday, Jerry, and I think she brought you, you toilet uh, paper. Uh, no, so my parents came to visit, and my mother does, as you say, she does purchase me toilet paper and acid reflux medicine. It's one of the things she, she buys does. your medicine. My acid reflux medicine that I take. She, How old are you? I'm 51. Why don't She's, you get uh, your own medicine? I would, but she brings it. I think it's part of you know still you know. Even though, you know, she's 77, I'm 51. It's part of being a mother, a motherly's love. She feels like she's still taking care of Golden Boy over here. So she brings me toilet paper and she brings me... Is there a little party that's embarrassed by that? Well, no one else is here other than my father. And he probably is used to it at this point. Like, good Lord. <laughs> like, I think he's used to seeing the display. <laughs> I gotcha. So yesterday, we uh, they came down, we went to lunch, and my mother uh, took out of her uh, purse a uh, handwritten two-page, two pages of handwritten notes on uh, loose-leaf paper. Okay. And she said, uh, I know you moved down here, and your doctors are up north still. Like, the last time I went to a doctor, they were all up north near the Basking Ridge area where I, where I used to live. Right. Which I'm not anywhere near now anymore. She said... Um, I did some research on the doctors in this area, and here are my suggestions. She she did research on lo- regular, like, general doctors that I would go to if I wasn't feeling well, and then gastrointestinal doctors, and she researched reviews that patients have put up online and where the doctors went to school. And she gave me a list of places to call to make an appointment and which doctors there are acceptable to her and which ones do not have the schooling that she believes would be effective doctors. Quite frankly, I think she's being lazy. She should make your appointments for you, come pick you up, and take you to the doctor. I thought that was tremendous. It's very nice. Then I also You're 51. It. Yeah. And then do how about it yourself. This? I didn't think to do it. Then how about this? I go like this. I go, um... This is great and all, but also need a urologist probably. So she's working on that this week. You're an embarrassment to all men. <laughs> you, you really are, dude. I thought I'd balance it out with all that Rocky talk about manly <laughs> men standing up for themselves Matter and of fact, fighting. While we take a break in a couple yeah. of minutes, I think you should tuck and look. <laughs> tuck and look? There's nothing here. <laughs> I appreciated it. What a nice thing for a mother to do for her young boy. No, I listen, I am not saying it's not. Yeah. It is a wonderful gesture. <laughs> it's just a little bit much for someone that has nothing to do after 11 a.m. every day. You're You've saying got, I have time. You have all the time in the Not only could you research the doctors, yeah. you could actually drive to the office to check out the cleanliness of the office as well. Not only this, how about this? So I'm nearest, the nearest hospital to me is Jersey Shore Medical. Yeah. She also made sure that the doctor she put on her list work out of that, like go to work very with good, that hospital. Very good hospital. It's in Neptune. Yeah, Neptune. Yeah. Yes, very good hospital, right by so, Shark River Golf Course. If anybody else in this area is looking for a doctor, I'll just call, uh, my just call Al's mom. My mother's made a list. <laughs> there's Angie's list for <laughs> contractors, and now there's what's your mom's first name? Carol. Now there's Carol's list for doctoring. 
Oh, God. For any other 51-year-old single men that don't do anything for themselves. And I got to tell you, if you're a doctor in this area who got put on the do not make an appointment with list, that's bad for you. She looked at your credentials. She doesn't like where you went to school. That can be overrated, by the way. Yes. Like you can get through a good medical school and still not be a great doctor. Right. Well, she listen, she cross-referenced it with um with with uh patient reviews. Al, you know what they call the guy who finished last in his class? A doctor. It's <laughs> exactly right. You're still a doctor at the end of the day. That's true. There's no doubt about it. Mm. What else your mom do for you, Al? She wipe your butt. <laughs> I've got tushy for that now, Jerry. <laughs> I don't know if you heard. We're not using toilet paper anymore. <laughs> so, well, oh, so you're going to save her money now every month? Oh. Or are you going to yes. hoard it? Well, hoard it for now. And then uh, at some point I'll say, listen, I've got plenty of toilet paper now because I am I have a thing wetting my buttocks. <laughs> now you have an 800 square foot condo. Where do you store all that toilet paper? <laughs> I do have a basement area, a storage oh, area you do? in the basement. Yeah, so that's private to you? Private to me, yeah. Oh, that's tremendous. Oh, yeah. It's a the good size, too. I could store a lot of toilet paper. Maybe you can move there. down there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's suitable for living. <laughs> put a, put a, put a uh, pool table down there, a bar. Yeah. Have your own place. This way you'll have somewhere yeah. to escape to when the girlfriend comes over. Right. Are I'm you staying go downstairs a little later? In the basement. <laughs> right. I have work to do. <laughs> I'll pay, take some smoking in the basement. <laughs> I've joined a cigar club in my basement. <laughs> Did you see? I didn't see the story. I, this is more pulling an Al Dukes. I only saw this the the, the headline on the crawl on the yeah. screen. So I forget if it was NBC or CBS that's out in the newsroom on one of the TVs. And I looked over and it was restaurant owner fighting City Hall <laughs> over allowing... Uh, Hookah smoking in his restaurant. <laughs> hookah. They used to remember when hookah lounges opened up. I do, we can't even get people inside to have a sandwich. Yeah, and he's worried about sm- whatever the hell hookah is. I don't even know what it it's is. It's like some fugazi tobacco, I think. Oh my god, that is some fight right now in the middle of this pandemic. <laughs> Listen, my customers need their hookah. They love their hookah. <laughs> I'm sure they do. Um, and did you smoke hookah with your parents at the restaurant yesterday? No, there was no, the, this restaurant did not allow hookah smoking. Did you at least, so just to be clear, your mm-hmm. mom did the research on all the doctors for you. Correct. She did research to make sure those doctors work at a Jersey Shore Medical Center. Mm-hmm. Your mom <laughs> brings you toilet paper and she brings you your medicine. Right. Did you at least have the common or decent courtesy to pay for lunch? I offered. No, they no. Refused. no, 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 no. They refused, Jerry. No, 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 no. Like, I went out to dinner with my parents last night. <laughs> when the waitress came over, I grabbed the bill and just handed her the debit oh. card so that I didn't argue with my parents over the bill. So, did you have the courtesy to pay for lunch yesterday? No. I did buy uh, the donuts afterwards, though. Please, these are on me. <laughs> the least I can do since Please. you spent, uh, in your retirement, $600 on me today. <laughs> 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 and I remind everybody, this is a 51-year-old man who's never been married, and God bless him, that's fine, which means he's got more money than God, and he's hoarding that, too. So. And, if I'm, and if I may, Jerry, Chris Lowe on Twitter wants to know if I'm still breastfeeding. <laughs> no. <laughs> of course not, Chris. <laughs> We're gonna jerk. T- <laughs> you jerk. We're going to take a quick break. 
<laughs> we have Boomer and Geo coming up at 6 o'clock. Warm-up show until then. This portion sponsored by Burlington Stores. Have you been to Burlington? They have incredible deals and amazing styles at up to 60% off other retailers' prices and no coupons needed. It's your one-stop shop for fall. Go to Burlington.com to find your store. Burlington, love the deals. Coming right back on The Fan. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Alan Jerry, now offering curbside delivery. It's one of my favorite songs, Al Dukes. Well, Bob I found Dylan. a new I found a new love for this song this week for some for whatever reason. Is there any reason? Then you! How come? Mm. Well, I heard on the Bruce Springsteen channel I was listening to, I heard a Bruce Springsteen live version of this. You bound I was like, to that's fall, a good tune. They were all, yep. And then I went back and listened to the Bob Dylan version. Sometimes you hear a song a million times in your life, and you hear it another way, and then you love it. I would, I think, yeah. Like, so I watched the um, the documentary on Rush on Netflix. Yes. And it was kind of like that was one of those bands, kind of like some of the music, but never really paid too much mind to it. And then you kind of learn about them and some of the, you know, emotional distress they had in their lives as they were going through things. And all of a sudden, you start listening to the music. It's like, you know what? I like this stuff. Yeah. How does it feel? Come on! Yeah. I put, I put my wife through a lot of bad Bob Dylan concerts back in the day. <laughs> you get in the car to pick her up for a date. You <laughs> pop in the cassette. I did for a while, yeah. I mean, she was never into, like, rock music. She was more the, you know, the Z100 type of music. But yeah. When we got into the car, this is what I had on. This and, you know, music of this ilk, if you will. Right. And she was good. She dealt with it, went to all the concerts. There's a unique, interesting version on YouTube on uh, Dylan performed the 10th anniversary of the David Letterman show. Right. With a big, a big, huge band, uh, all-star band, and came out and did this. Of course, but, his cadence was all off. Right, but. See, that's the problem with him, though. <laughs> Even, like, when he was doing the thing at that was the Beacon, I forget where he was. Um, it's not, It doesn't sound like anything. Like, I right. wanted to hear you do the song that you wrote and performed, and instead he's like... Yeah, well, I can't even do it. He's so right. off key, and the the music doesn't even sound. It's a, there was one I was watching a concert. I want to say from 2017 on YouTube, a few weeks ago, just because I I'm, I get a kick out of it. Yeah, and I want to say I was two or three minutes into Like a Rolling Stone. I had no idea what the hell he was singing. Yeah, and it's just awful. So sometimes, and sometimes you get a gem, Jerry. I don't know, but I don't know if he's had a gem in a long time. Once upon a time. I actually looked at the lyrics the other day when I was loving the song again. It goes, once upon a time, you looked so fine through the bums a dime in, in your, your prime, prime. didn't yeah. you? What yeah. does that mean? What do you mean, what does it mean? It means look mm. like you were once this high and mighty, and now you've fallen. Right. Oh. I know. I cannot interpret a single lyric, ever. You were throwing out manna from heaven. <laughs> exactly. Look at you going back to yesterday. Nice job. Speaking of old things, Jerry old Ryan things. Ryan Fitzpatrick. Also, this uh, this story caught me a little by surprise me too. today. Me too. I thought he would have been the type of professional that would say sucks for me, but you know what? I'm in Tua's corner and let's go. And we knew this was going to happen, 
but he said his hurt his heart hurt all day long all day. yesterday yes. after he heard he was being replaced by Tua. Yes. Did he think he was going to start all 16 games and go and try and win a Super Bowl this year? I don't know. Then he said, and this is a quote, I basically got fired yesterday, and today my day consisted of Zoom meetings with the guy that fired me and sitting in a room with the guy who replaced me for four hours. Yeah. Well, that's the business. Odd. It's happened yeah, to him before. That's happened to him a million... A million times. Oh. <laughs> it has happened to him before. Yes. Almighty Eddie. the same thing to both of you. <laughs> what is wrong with you, dude? I thought that was on the air. No. No, 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 no. No, thankfully, no. Um, <laughs> God almighty. Um, yeah, no, it's, listen, it's gonna. It's difficult for him. I get it. I'm, does he want to be traded now, or does he want to actually mentor the kid? Let's get him to New York. Get him here, Jerry. Let's get him to the Jets. Let's get a couple. Oh, no, because then they'll get, get some wins. The Jets. <laughs> then they'll get a couple wins, and that will be no good. They want to get no Trevor Lawrence. No. No, no, uh, no. Trevor Lawrence also, doesn't want to be here. No, I don't know about that. That's also, some dude some dude on Twitter made a, a thing that looked like he made like a graphic with Trevor Lawrence's picture, making it seem like Trevor Lawrence was on Bleacher Report, saying he would never come to the Jets. How did he do that? I, a guy made a, someone must have made it, and they sent it to me, trying to fool me as to thinking that Trevor Lawrence was a guest at Bleacher Report, saying the Jets are the worst run franchise, and he's never coming here. And it didn't I didn't fool get fooled. Wow. It didn't fool me. That's right. Well, you've been fooled. Try. Let's relax. You've been fooled before. I, I have. Yes. <laughs> Most uh, embarrassingly, one. when uh, the Discovery Channel ran a fake documentary on mermaids, and I thought it was real. That was that had to be the most embarrassing thing I've ever fallen for as an adult in my late 40s, probably. Well, but hold on a second. <laughs> I talked to you about an octopus that befriended a human. Yeah. If you told me today that that was a mockumentary now, okay. You'd buy into it. I'd be the fool. I mean, who the hell knows? Like think think about what you're talking about mermaids from the hit was it the History Channel or Net it was Geo a or Discovery something? Channel okay, which, Discovery which Channel. does real shows which, they don't not into mockumentaries right that's a legit channel that if you saw it you would think wow Discovery yes. Channel ran this why would you not think there might be some truth because to it? it's mermaids okay <laughs> and this guy's having lunch with an octopus more believable how is it more believable. <laughs> I'd like to do a poll. Which is more believable? Mermaids are real or a man has has a friendship with octopus? Like a legit friendship with this thing. Yeah, I know. I'm looking. I got to watch it. It's on Netflix. I, I don't know what it's called, but octopus is in the title. Every day he went down and saw this octopus and the octopus at the end was coming over and reaching out to him and it yeah. showed well, you the they, eyes. They and have they a embraced. very high, high level of intelligence. Okay. Not at the level of chimps. And then or, a shark you know. comes and the guy's like, see ya. And the guy and the octopus gets eaten. Well, that happens. Long What's smarter, Eddie? An octopus or a dog how about this an octopus or me <laughs> uh i would say it's it's probably close really mm-hmm. so why don't we have octopus as a uh, pet in a in get a, a big tank and like get an aquarium. octopus well i mean you know you can't like cuddle up with a an octopus you know well you can't cuddle up with a goldfish either but people have them in their house yeah i know snakes talking about the uh dog and man relationship yeah totally different what about man and pigeon <laughs> well my relationship <laughs> Has had he that has, relationship going yeah. back to Christ. He's had a relationship with pigeons. <laughs> That's right. Mike Tyson. <laughs> Is this a relationship that men and pigeons had before Christ? Before Christ was even on the earth, there men and pigeons had relationships. Well, men and dinosaurs. They didn't walk the earth at the same time, did they? Yeah, I don't know. I think men got stomped, stomped by dinosaur if they were in the area. Depends well, on uh, what uh, theory you believe in, in terms mm-hmm. of the creation of the earth hmm. and timelines and all that. Got it. 
Which theory should I believe in? What is what is Neil which, deGrasse Tyson saying? Whichever. Well, Big Bang and Big Bang and evolution. No, no, I know. I'm saying, but what is he saying? We that the we Earth walked with is, dinosaurs or we did no, not? Did not. I'm sticking with him. Then explain Land of the Lost because that <laughs> those. Kidding. That family was around with dinosaurs. They had a hide and slee stacks. Well, we get some, uh, you know, Jurassic Park is probably realistic in about. Yes. Yeah. I read about that. That's frightening to me. We're going to start making dinosaurs? What human would really want to do that? Yeah. Morons. Will we be dead after that, I hope? Or before that, rather? Before that happens? Well, depends. Uh, You know, anything's possible. Good Lord. It is 2020. Why the hell not, right? And right. now dinosaurs are back to roaming the earth well, in 2020. Well, not yet, but I did read what Eddie is alluding to. Really? Yes. That we're going to start manufacturing uh, dinosaurs? Let's just say work in progress. Wow. Is that fair, is that fair to say? Yeah. Well, I mean, if they have, they can collect the viable DNA samples from, you know, all of these extinct species, it's, it's possible. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, mastodons and, you know, saber-toothed cats and giant sloths and God knows what. <laughs> Well, we better bring brat bring back Cro Magnum Man to fight these things. <laughs> they know how to, you know, fight them. Cavemen. <laughs> We're bringing cavemen back too. Yeah, I mm. thought I was the caveman. <laughs> caveman, they're, and they're going to get their own podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> what noise was that? <laughs> caveman talk. You sound like Mr. T. <laughs> gonna get you. Today on the Caveman Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the cavemen discuss the, the the 2020 election. <laughs> By the way, oh. that's more intelligent than most of the conversation in politics these days. <laughs> oh, the caveman is backing Joe Biden and another cave. Oh, this caveman is backing Trump. We've got a, quite a debate going on here. Oh. Like Joshua Trump. Pashaba <laughs> Biden. I don't know what we're doing right now. <laughs> Carve your political poster into your caveman wall as to who you support. New York City Radio. By the way, did you see the big giant cat that they found in the mountains that was carved out from like thousands of years ago? No, like Dude, a caveman I, carving? Yes, but this could be, I could be. <laughs> Maybe this was made up too, I don't know. We're going to take a break. Do me a favor, Google that. All right. See if you can find that. Tell me what you think on the other well, side. Well, there were cavemen carvings of UFOs, which is very interesting. Oh, with UFOs. Fine. But this, cat, this is a giant cat. So check this out. And then we'll talk about it on the other side. <laughs> I'm not sure what we're doing. This I have point. sports on the other side, Jerry. <laughs> After we talk about the cat. Yes. This, this portion of the warm-up show is sponsored by Ray Katina Mercedes-Benz. Don't go away. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Alan Jerry, this is the new normal. I see what you did there coming back with Rush 542. Thursday morning, we got Giants-Eagles tonight opening up week seven in the NFL. The Jets will play the Bills on Sunday. What else you got there, Al? Oh, I've got this uh, Marcus Stroman, Jerry. Yeah, who is this guy kidding? 
who are you? Who the hell are you? So I Marcus Stroman, who what was I know he was on the Mets. I don't recall he him was doing average anything. at best. Right. So he, he was, was very good to watch because every every damn count went three two. He walks too many guys, takes too long. He's got talent, but good lord, the, and these comments are stupid. So he took to Twitter yesterday to uh, pitch himself to the Yankees, essentially, I guess, while also uh, criticizing them in the same way. He said uh, that besides Cole, there's no current Yankee pitcher who will be anywhere in my league over the next five to seven years. I do think he amended it and added uh, Severino. Uh, Yes, I think someone, you're right. Someone asked him about Severino, and he said, yes, Severino. Right. And then he wrote, their pitching always folds in the end. But uh, this that's year... That's not really true. They're hitting folds in the yes. end. Yes. So you might want to wake up. This year, they're hitting uh, not fell. quite true. So what? that was just a very strange... Because he was good with the Blue Jays, right? Marcus Stroman, yeah. Lo- Long Island fella. Yeah, absolutely. Then comes to the Mets, and he thought he was going to light up uh, the light the world on fire. He did not. He did not. Through and an now... He already have 3.8. Oh, now, that's awesome. So what's he doing right now? He's on no team? Or is he still Well, is he, he walked a free away agent? from the Mets, and he's going to be a free agent. Hmm. So he wants to go to the Yankees now. Clearly. Like, Marcus Stroman has been a good pitcher. He's not been a great pitcher. Right. Uh, and the numbers show that. I mean, his best year, 13-9 and nine with a 3.09 ERA. Is that something we're really excited about? It's good. That's good. Ain't great. You need consistency in that. You need that year after year. Well, listen, That's what I, I don't, say. I'm the first one to say wins and losses really don't mean a whole hell of a lot for a pitcher because there's so many other factors that go into it. I believe in ERA, but here's what I see. 3.7, 4.4, 5.5, 3. 3.2, and then with the Mets, 3.8. Mm. That's average at best. I wonder if people attacked him on Twitter as soon as he said that. I would think so. I would hit him with some war stats. Some what are some other cool stats, Jerry? War, babip. I love babip. I say, what's your babip? Whip. What is your whip? I'll say, oh yeah, Marcus, prove it with your babip and whip. <laughs> if you want to be such a, if you think you're such a great pitcher, and I'm not saying he's not a good pitcher. He is. He's probably average above average. But to sit there and come out like you think you're a great pitcher, you haven't been. Jerry, he's running his mouth that his pitching arm can't cash checks or something. Uh, so far, it hasn't. Hey, I, I don't care what you <laughs> tell me. He was horribly disappointing with the Mets. Yes. He was. Right. We expected so much more from a local yeah. Long Island. I'll forget the local stuff. I expected him to be better. He was disappointing. He disappointed us. He did. Jerry, the uh, Tampa Rays have evened the series at a game apiece. Brandon Lowe hit two, two home runs yesterday. Two uh, home runs. Tua, uh, but I do see that the World Series Game 1 draws a record low. Now, nobody cares about baseball, Al. When I read like, When are going to start saying that? I'm just curious. When I read that it drew a record low, I was expecting lower numbers than what than they what? have. Well, they had 9.1 million viewers. It's a World Series game. Yeah, I actually thought that wasn't terrible. Really? Yeah, I don't know why. How I thought I was How many viewers expect- do you think the Titans and Jaguars get on a well, Thursday I- night? I actually saw the the last Titans Thursday night game at seventeen point nine million viewers. Okay. <laughs> Double right, for a, a, a random Thursday night game. season game. Yeah, they're saying even for like, even for the World Series, the opening game normally draws a nice number. Yeah, 
the the previous low I think was twelve million. So this is like down. That's not that. It was down what thirty percent or something. That's like yeah, twenty five mm-hmm. to thirty yeah. percent. If I'm doing the math correctly, baseball's regional. It's like hockey. Nobody cares about baseball. It, well, what? but when did when did that happen? It's been like that. But, I, but when I was a little kid, I was wanting this. I would watch any World Series. Well, I think you've got so many choices now, and kids' viewing habits are just different. And I'm not. Listen, I'm not going to sit here like old man Jones, but at the end of the day, yeah, at the end of the day, you've got World Series games that start. I mean, this is not terrible at 810. I don't think it's awful, but I just think kids aren't locked into sitting down and watching a baseball game at night. I just don't. No, the problem is, Jerry, kids are more interested in watching people unbox things. They are. On the internet. They're more interested in watching YouTube. They're more interested in playing on uh, you know, playing the show than they are watching the show. And by the show, I mean the actual games. Just different. It just is. And I see it in my own house. I got kids that play sports round the clock. One watches a lot, one doesn't. And even my son who watches baseball, as soon as the Mets were out, I'm not going to say he checked out because he didn't. He still watches from time to time. But he watches, I would say, Matthew probably watches out of 162 Met games. Conservatively, he probably watches 120 of them. Okay. It's a good number. Playoffs, he'll watch every pitch. These were these games, he's not interested. Yeah. I just I wonder I know it is very regional now. I just wonder when that happened. I don't I don't know. I, I don't know the answer to that. I mean, for us it was always regional because we never had access to all the games. Yeah, but we were still probably interested like when the when the playoffs started. I remember being interested in Astros Dodgers. I guess. For I, whatever reason. I, I honestly only really remember watching Mets Yankees growing up. I really do. Yeah. You know, I don't remember being interested in the baseball game of the week. I remember here's what I was interested in. Twib. I this week in baseball, yes. I, I used to love watching, no question about it. Um and Mets Yankee Mets on Sports Channel. The Yankees were on MSG, like in channel eleven and channel nine. Like that's what we watched. I don't I just don't remember watching Reds Pirates on a Sunday afternoon or if that's when they were on. So for me, it's always been like that. Right. You got this week in baseball where you'd see Ozzie Smith making awesome plays. Yeah, absolutely. We always get that little feature from the San Diego Chicken. Yes. See what Tony Gwynn was up to. Tony Gwynn. was uh, Johnny Bench was hosting, I believe, when I was watching. Now, I'm slightly interested in the World Series, and I have been watching a little bit, but not like I would if this was, you know, Mets-Yankees. Ah, there you go. The previous low World Series was also involved the Rays. Yeah. Why? why how about this? The Rays regular season home attendance is a previous low. <laughs> I mean, no right, one no, watches them. Nobody cares about the Tampa Bay Rays. You know what the shame of it is? They're such a good, fun young team too that they have no. We really have no fan base. Yeah, they don't. They don't. Which I saw when I went there. It's pathetic. So. You're pathetic down there, well, Tampa. You can certainly make that case, yes. Yes, I'm going to make that case. Absolutely. Now, if I have a moment here, Jerry, I see Stan Van Gundy is going to coach the Pelicans. Yes. But it just reminded me now, maybe I'm not the biggest NBA fan. No, I'm no, hold on. You're not an NBA sure fan you, at all. You could p- potentially make that You claim. don't like basketball. I don't hear about the Zion Williamson ever. What's his story? I thought he was supposed to uh, come in and be like LeBron uh, James. He hasn't played in two months. Why? 
because his team was knocked out. No, no, I'm saying, but I didn't hear about them pre. Like, I barely heard about him at all this year. Zion Williamson missed yeah. half of the season. Oh, that's why. Because he was injured. Remember, and they kind of took it slow bringing him back. Yes. To where he even missed the end of a game because he hit his minutes limit, which we killed them for. Minutes limits, yes. Right? This and then he came in. back and was so good that he was actually in the conversation for rookie of the year. But you, you don't you don't watch. Well, but but I don't watch LeBron James either, and all I hear is about LeBron James. That's what I'm saying. Like these if players you that watch I hear Sports about. Sports Center. Yeah. Zion Williamson highlights every day. When is this on Sports Center? <laughs> I know Eddie watches at 1 a.m. I can't watch that version. I mean, you, Eddie, you tell me when the Pelicans were playing and Zion Williamson had 17 dunks in a game. Sports Center led with that. Oh, 100 percent, yeah. Oh. so if you and I'm not being I'm not being an ass, but if you watched <laughs> Red or just paid attention yeah, to it, just... he is a big story. Oh, okay. Now, part of the problem has been over the last several months and played. I see. <laughs> I'm going to get some people on Twitter go, I'm with you, Al. Never heard of this dude. Al, you could, Never you heard could of say on back. Twitter <laughs> that the earth is actually flat, and your cronies oh. will say, yeah, Al, stand up. We're with you, because they're a bunch of sheep, too. Oh, I'd love to get the flat earthers to follow me on Twitter. You could. You definitely could. No question. You could right now say it's actually 751 in an alternative universe, according to your thinking, and people would back you. Uh, Joe Tram on Twitter says Johnny Bench hosted Baseball Bunch, not this week in baseball. Yeah, Joe Garagiola. Garagiola. Oh, who said yeah. who said Johnny Bench? Probably well, we I mentioned did. him, but Al, of course, confused the two things. Oh. I did. I got both of those. Uh, so which which show was the chicken on? The Baseball Bunch. Baseball Bunch. Yeah, oh, I like that show. Did they do a segment too. with him yes. on this week in baseball uh, too? I don't know if it was a regular thing, but he was a regular character with on the Johnny Bench show. Fair enough. Mm. We have to take a break. This portion brought to you by the Ray Katina Mercedes-Benz. When we come back, we're going to be that much closer to Boomer and Geo at the top. Right now, a Radio.com Sports Minute with Amy Lawrence. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. All right, welcome back. Rays 1, Giants-Eagles tonight. Al, I just saw Trixie. Joyce Randolph turns 95 today. Who's Trixie? What show is she in? The honeymooners, dude. Oh, okay, yeah. Back oh, to throw is out. done. That's it. Pressure, and Trixie? 